and dream away with me. I need you to stay with me. Lay your toes down in the sand with me. Baby, drink this drink and dance with me. Got a pretty love waiting just for you. I don't wanna front now. Girl, you got me like wow, wow. I'ma do you like Baby, I don't need to brag out. Gonna be the one you dream about. Fly with you, 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 with
with ya with, with me with ya Good afternoon and good morning to the world. What is up, everybody? My name is Matt, and uh, this is another unscripted. We're we're going a little early this time, so we're hopefully getting some homies in uh, in Amsterdam and Europe around the world. Um, let me know when you're tuned in from in the chat. But today, I'm very excited to uh, have our good friend Jail uh, as our guest today. If you're not familiar with Jail, Jail is a producer. He's a multi-instrumentalist and he's a singer. He's from Amsterdam, in the Netherlands. And he just released his full-length album, Half As Much. It's an incredible modern R&B album. I've been listening to it non-stop since it came out uh, earlier this year. And I've also followed Jal for years, um, playing his incredible remixes and his originals. So, yeah, it's a real pleasure to have him on the show. Uh, without further ado, let's welcome our good friend Jal to the show. What up, Jal? What's up? <laughs> yeah, man, how are you doing, man? I'm great, man. Thank you so much for being our guest today. Um, Apa Kabar, uh, how are you doing? <laughs> uh, kabar bike. I'm good, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks a lot for having me. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's an honor. That's yeah. awesome. Um, and congratulations, a huge <clears throat> congrats on the new album, um, Half as Much, dude. It's it's a fantastic like front to back record. I've I've just had it on repeat. Um, how long have you been working on this record? Thank you so much, man. Oh. Um, Took me two years to finish this project. I, uh, yeah, two years with a lot of ups and downs, of course. Um, yeah, um, you know, before the pandemic, it was super hard to to focus on this project because, like, you were touring a lot, and yeah, it's it's so hard to focus when you're away for every weekend, and then like you're you you come home on like Monday, and then you have to you have to regroup like your body will be like exhausted and then maybe tuesday wednesday you're like oh yeah i was here with the project and then uh finally one day you can you, you feel like inspired and focused to work on this project and then the next morning you have to go away like uh, to fly uh for like to tour and stuff and that's so hard and when the pandemic came um i was like in a dip for like two uh let's say two weeks and then after that i was like yo there was a moment of realization that I was like, I have the time of the world now, all the time of the world. All my tours were uh, canceled and plans were canceled. So I had so much time to finish this record finally. And I'm so happy um, how it turned out. It was, uh, it was a long shot. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. It's out there now. <laughs> I still cannot <laughs> believe it. <laughs> no doubt. Man, um, and because you, you DJ as well, so you're you're touring as a DJ and, and performing as well. Yeah, yes. Um, so I have not really done like proper live shows before. Um, yeah, I had so many DJ shows. Uh, I got to tour around the world. Um, yeah, it, it it has been so amazing. Uh, I could not wish any better. And 
And now the next step is, uh, yeah, to showcase the world, the other side of Jael. Um, a lot of people know me as the remixer, producer, um, and DJ. And now I want to showcase, like, um, yeah, the other side. Like, I love to sing, love to write songs, and produce my own beats and uh, productions. And yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Quick <laughs> shout out to some people in the chat here. We got DJ Mia Moore, Passiempre, hey, Rick yes. Rigorous, uh, Cartis here, uh, Sonny James, DJ Obone. Man, we've got some cool people here in the chat already. Big up yourselves. Um, yeah, shout out to y'all. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> yeah, thank you for, thank you for tuning <laughs> in. Um, what, is, what has been like the biggest learning from making a full record? Because you've put out singles before, but this is your full album. Yeah. Um, so uh, I think the, 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 yeah, the, the, the most thing that I've, uh, the biggest thing that I've learned is like to produce, write, record, and mix everything uh, at a time and uh, in time of the deadlines because they were hunting me and um, I was really scared that I wasn't going to make it really. Um, I had a lot of doubts and a lot of ups and downs, of course, but um, I'm not the person to rush my art. Um, I want to give all of my heart into a project, every project, even if it's one song or just a guitar riff or anything. Uh, I'd like to really... Uh, give the signature away you know and uh give a piece of my heart to the people that listen uh yeah so being a, being a perfectionist as well it, it isn't a big help <laughs> sometimes <laughs> no doubt man. yeah i mean things yeah. take uh, a long time like i think that's what even what you said a little earlier you know this has been two years uh, i don't know if people yeah. that i mean I, I make a little bit of music myself but i don't know how many people realize how long it takes to really produce a full album it's it's such a labor yeah. of love right right yeah i mean i who i've enjoyed every single bit of it really the creating process is is amazing man it's in in in, in my yeah in my eyes it's just it's your magic you know everybody has his own thing has his own passion for 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 yeah it's his own passion but for me it was like i'm so happy and grateful that uh the talent has been given to me and that i could showcase this you know so i'm so grateful yeah. you definitely want to make it like your best uh your best work best representation of of yes. the things you, <laughs> you are yeah hey so yeah. what is your personal favorite record off off of the album um that's always a tough question because like next week it will be comfortable featuring latai alberto or the week after it will be soundtrack with ray khalil but i i feel I have a strong feeling with uh, Red Dots featuring uh, The Count and uh, Fable. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Let's just take a moment to listen to that right now. Um, so, yeah, shout out The Count um, as well. He's a yes. producer Sheesh. from Canada. Um, so, yeah, he's been cool. Oh, wait. <laughs> and you... also, sorry, sorry. Also on the, on the bass, we have uh, Stacey Shapovich. He's, he's amazing, man. Oh, shout out. Okay, cool. He's a good friend of uh, The Count. Yeah. Well, let, let's listen to that song right now. This is Red Dots by Jael featuring Febo and The Count. Uh, baby, what you wanna do? Waited long overdue. You got red dots all over you. Keep smiling with that pretty face. Your love is what I embrace. I just need a little taste of the Buddha. Baby, squeeze glass on you. That's a whole lot of ass on you. Uh, 
So man, that is such a fire track, dude. Um, that's well. Thank you so much, man. It's cool. So Fabo's first verse. Um, I'm the first first, first and first, okay. then uh, Fabo is the second, and then I jump right after. <laughs> yeah, man. And then um, the last, like the last verse, like the the one that's rapping, that's me also. Um, like this was a really fun project because like. I was just uh, trying to. So the way I uh, produce or write a song is like really uh, in the timeline from left to right. So we had until like my last verse singing, and then I was like, "Oh my God, what should I do? I don't want to repeat this like whole loop." And then I was like, "You know what? I should change the. I should I should just switch it up and like <clears throat> give like a like a like a." 808 bass with uh, just only that and the chords and then I just made that real quick just a loop and then I was like hmm maybe I should just start rapping or something I was just freestyling I was like hey wait this could actually work it sound funny and then um, I just uh, recorded my last verse of me rapping and pitched myself minus two or three I down pitched my voice and I was like okay yeah it's just like that it's I feel comfortable with this. <laughs> yeah, man, it's so cool. Yeah. It sounds like almost chopped and screwed vibe, right? Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. That's so, crazy. And it was, uh, a, it was a fun project. Yeah. So the count. Um, so I mean, you you write, you produce, and performed on every track on this album. Is that right? Yes. Exactly. Yeah. 
That's crazy. Um, so what, like, what's the <laughs> hardest part in that creative process? Like writing lyrics, producing, or recording, or playing the instruments? Um, I think, um, I think it's for me, it's uh, songwriting because uh, it, that's like uh, not my best uh, part of uh, writing music. Uh, I'm just, uh, I'm, just I'm, I'm quite new to songwriting since 2018. I finally gathered all of the, the guts to, uh, to make an EP and sing on my own production as well. And from there until now, I totally see growth, but like still um, I'm learning, you know, every day. And um, also my English, sometimes I feel like I have like a poor, um, um, like a grammar on English and then like trying to find exact words and Google it, you know, uh, Rhyme Rabbit. I use that. <laughs> Rhyme Rabbit. So, hey. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shout out Rhyme Rabbit. <laughs> yeah, shout out Rhyme Rabbit, of course. And um uh, yeah, I think songwriting to me is the hardest part for now. But it depends on like uh, whether you feel like uh, uh, if if you feel like uh, sometimes I have like a really strong songwriting in my opinion. Sometimes like and then I'm like, okay, this is cool. But then um, I I have to like focus on the beat or something. And when I just um, yeah crash <laughs> with a choke and I'm like, oh, I don't have inspiration anymore then I'll just do a cover real quick of a oh. song that I really love or because it really expands my um, um, yeah way of thinking, like my creativity. It really, it, uh, yeah, it feeds my creativity a lot. Totally. Gives it's, me a lot of knowledge. And, uh, man, it's, it's really incredible that, you know, English is your second language, but you're so like, your, your lyrics, everything is so like, perfect like you, you really do a oh, great thanks, job man. of articulating those feelings too and yeah i mean i think even <laughs> for a native english speaker i can't even do some of that stuff so the fact that you're what? doing it and you're and you're it's your second language is mind-blowing to me honestly it's really impressive oh man thank you so much i appreciate that man but yeah um on, on that you've also got some fantastic guests on the record we just talked about count and fabo um there's there's a, a great a great amount of uh guests on there um can you tell me about some of those collaborations and, and you know what you like most about collaborating? Oh man. Um, <clears throat> sorry about that. Uh, yeah, I truly love everyone that's on this album. I, um, all of them are like big inspirations for real. And what I like most about all of them is that they are like so pure, you know, like pure artists. And I, I think that my soul really seeks like pureness in music. And it's, it's like a chemistry, like, uh, even if you yeah never met, it's like an energy exchange to me in music through music, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm really into that. And some of them already met, but I didn't really thought I uh, could make this happen. And uh, because like um, I'm grateful that a lot of them just I I sent like DMs. I I didn't even have their contacts or anything. I just DM. Uh, Alex Isley, uh, Ray Khalil, uh, Fabo. I just, I just send DMs, and I, I would, uh, I was hoping for like uh, that they would reply and would be down to uh, to do a song on my record. And even if they did not reply, seen it, um, I still respect them. You know, uh, they, they, these are great artists, and and yeah, they, they eventually replied, and we're so down to make music. 
and I was so happy, man. I uh, I'm happy uh, that I managed to get them on. Yeah. Yeah, it's a perfect fit for the record. It really just it's right. so so cohesive. Um, so yeah, amazing, amazing guests. Yeah, I feel and, the same way. Thank and you, you you really kind of introduced me to people that I I didn't know about. You know, obviously I knew some, but others that I didn't know. So it's a really a, amazing uh, introduction to us that aren't familiar with these artists as well. Um, is there is there yeah. anyone that you want to collaborate with, like in the future? Is there any uh, you know like dream collaboration for Jahel? Oh. The dream, the like, okay, I have, I have like, uh, I have a couple, but, but the most, the the biggest dream, like, that would be D'Angelo, man. He's like my my one of my biggest inspiration. Um, yeah, I I was locking myself up when I was like, from eight till like uh, fifteen or something, and just um, listening to Voodoo the album. <clears throat> and analyze every musical part that was happening in 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 the actual record. It was so crazy. I uh, I was so fascinated by how the bass is played. Shout out Pino Palladino. Pino Palladino. Oh yes, he's the bass um, god. How? Right, ex exactly. And um, the pff, Amir on the drums. Yep. I mean, come on, it's an all-star lineup, and the music that was made. It's so so amazing, and the way D'Angelo approaches his vocals, um, also around the music, but also how he um, wrote the music. That's so crazy. Absolutely. So that was yeah, that was he's like one of my biggest inspirations. I would love to be like him when I grow up. Really, musically, let's <laughs> <I> say musically. <laughs> you know, what? it's funny. Um, I actually got a uh, a, a mutual friend of ours. Uh, Scratch Bastard actually sent me a D'Angelo documentary. Ooh. And I don't know if he got it through you, but he got it. It's a, it's made uh, a Dutch documentary actually about yeah. D'Angelo. And I and he yes. shared it with us. Did did that come from you? Um I don't know. I'm not sure. I shared it a couple times in my story almost like every year since it came out. Yeah. But I uh I don't know. Maybe he's seen it himself or yeah. Yeah, he shared it with I me. Think. It's amazing. It's a, an yeah, incredible right. documentary. I honestly I still watch it like every week. <laughs> no and doubt. that's 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 literally my uh kickstart, man. Uh yeah. Wow. And rewatching every interview. Oh bro, I'm 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 a big fan of him and like hopefully one day he'll he'll get to hear me or my music. And, and I don't need like I don't need like a a reply or something. It doesn't matter if he doesn't uh like it whether or not I just would love to reach him you know like musically yeah man, yeah, man. so so voodoo was would that be your favorite d'angelo record yes definitely i mean brown sugar is a classic as well but yeah. voodoo is that touched my soul for real yeah at no a young doubt. age already so yeah bro it's amazing it's a, a modern masterpiece really r&b masterpiece right yeah it is yeah yeah so, man Classic. So, uh, so speaking of um, the Netherlands, though, and and their love for D'Angelo, but tell me about like growing up uh, in the Netherlands. Like, how did it how did it shape your or influence your musical tastes? Oh, uh, my parents! Shout out my parents so much. I love them so much, and I mean, truly grateful for raising me with with yeah. My parents raised me with really good music, and I feel so lucky with that, man. 
to mention Al Green, James Brown, Cassiopeia, Stevie Wonder, all of the good stuff, man. Um, that's where I got my groove uh, from. Yeah. And um, yeah, my, my mom's family is super musically talented. So I basically got my grooves and saws from my family and grew. Yeah, I also grew up in a Moluccan community. Which, um, it was amazing, but also very hectic. And me as a third generation of the Moluccan people in the Netherlands. Yeah, it's um, like the Moluccan people in the Netherlands has so many... Um, they're rich with music, man. I feel like I got like so inspired by the community. And whether it's a funk, rock, jazz, hip hop, R&B, uh, metal, <laughs> everything, like house, there's, there's so rich. And that really shaped me uh, uh, to be me who, I'm, who I am today. That's really yeah. interesting here. Actually, I wanted to ask you a little bit about the Moluccan diaspora in the Netherlands because um, I actually I've <clears> learned uh, through you, uh, you recently made a post on IG a, a little bit about um, some of the events that took place and, and, and what brought the Moluccan community to to uh, the Netherlands. Do you, do you mind like giving your perspective yeah. and, and talking a bit about that, about the, especially the current sure. situation? Yeah, um, I'll try to keep it short. <laughs> no doubt. Um, it's a long story, of course. And uh, so, uh, so back when the Netherlands uh, made the Dutch East in the army, which is like around uh, in the in forties, nineteen forties, and uh, they hired lots of uh, soldiers from Maluk, the Maluku Islands, which where I'm from, and uh, that's like southeast, currently Indonesia. And um, it was because the Maluku people were like the the most brave soldiers, but also at the same time, the most feared soldiers. And so the Netherlands hired them to fight against the Japanese and to prevent terror in, in, in the former Dutch India, which is now we can call Indonesia. And um, after a while, they, they, they served uh, the Netherlands and um, they, went, uh, they were dispatched to uh, the Netherlands for a short stay after the war, but uh, because Indonesia and the Netherlands were scared that the most feared Moluccan soldiers were going back home to Maluku to defend their territory and claim the, the islands, which Indonesia and the Netherlands did not want. And uh, they, well, they promised a lot to us, like, um, so the, the maximum stay will be three months and then you'll be shipped back to, uh, to Maluku, back home. My my grandparents, they were waiting for years and years and years with their suitcases packed, uh, hoping that tomorrow they will go back home. And um, 70 years later today, um, we still here stuck. And um, it's, uh, yeah, it's uh, always, it's a, it's, it's a emotional to me, a thing to, to explain to some people, you know, and um, uh around like 12,000 people were stuck. I mean, come on. Posted up in the, yeah, posted up in former concentration camps of the Second World War in the Netherlands. And yeah, could not go back. I repeat, 70 years later, man. It, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. That uncertainty and, uh, is, is so scary too, if you never knew, right? That you never knew right. what was going to happen. And they were promised, from what I read, they were promised that they would be returned. Is that correct? 
Yes, that's correct. And uh, yeah, we're still here, six generations later. Wow. But so, the, yeah, and I'm third. Wow. The, the Moluccan yeah. culture, though, is, is a mix of Polynesian uh, or Austronesian. Is that correct? Yeah. So it's like um, um, it's like a part of Melanesia. So we're not basically Asian. We're like uh, from uh, yeah, Melanesia and it stretches from Maluku Islands to all, all the way to Fiji. Uh, the brothers and sisters from Papua. Samoa, uh, Maori, um, Cook Islands. Yeah, we are a Melanesian. Uh, it's like a sub uh, group of islands. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I actually grew up yeah. in New Zealand. I'm very familiar with the Maori population, the Maori language and customs. Wow. So it, it's wow, amazing. Really interesting to hear about this, uh, you know, the diaspora. And, and, and I imagine, you know, you brought a lot of these customs uh, to the Netherlands and, and, and that community there. That And you were talking a lot about the the customs and music and, and and so forth that really it really shaped your your understanding of music yeah. yes um so like uh yeah growing up in the Moluccan co uh, community uh, in the church uh it was all in uh, bahasa malayu which is like the uh yeah uh, malaysian language and um so also we have like a lot of uh, traditional songs from maluku which is not only in um, uh, uh, Malay, but also in like uh, the language that we uh, that we have like at certain islands. There are so many islands with like you, you can you can name them dialects, uh, but I I think they're like own languages. They're like so opposite from uh, from Malay language, and basically all over Maluku. They started to to uh, centralize like uh, the 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 Malay language, but I'm super happy that the like so like for instance my um, where my dad is from he's from the north uh, part northern part of Maluku, the island group Halmahera, and um, where I'm from is a is an island called uh, Kakara, but they speak Bahasa Tobelo and that's like Tobelo is a city. And um, it's uh, near the coast of Kakara. So in Kakara, they speak also uh, Bahasa Tobelo. And that's, uh, um, I think, like way, 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 way back, they, uh, they gathered a lot of like um, languages from uh, the island Seram. That's like central uh, Ambon, that's uh, central Maluku. And um, from there, mixed with um, some um, Arab, uh, words and uh, Indian also there are like a lot of mixtures from way back and I'm super happy that the languages still exist today and I'm super proud of that Do you still and I'm still learning oh I know I I'm trying to though I uh, I'm trying to learn a lot of languages <laughs> but uh, I only know I um I, I went for the first time to uh, to North Maluku 2010 with my parents. And then um, I wrote a lot of uh, sentences down and words and stuff. And it's somewhere at my parents' house. And I still need to need to get into that, man. I mean, I have a lot of family still there and that has like Instagram, social media and stuff. So I even have my, uh, my niece that uh, moved from there to... Uh, uh, to the Netherlands, and I'm trying to uh, 
to learn more from her. So yeah, so that's my dad's family, but also my mother's family. So this is where my dad's from. That's like the top of Maluku, and then we go all the way down, like south, um, south Maluku, which uh, which is really called uh, Tanimbar Islands, and that's like um, a way different um, culture and like uh, language. I mean, we have so many things that are alike, but if you really uh, zoom in, that's it's amazing to see like how many differences we have and how many things we have in common. Absolutely, yeah. and, and yeah, language yeah. language is so so important in that. Um, in fact, uh, you know, growing up in New Zealand, we we actually have a a part of our education where we have to learn the Mo the Maori language, which is the the native people of New Zealand yeah. language, and it yeah. really helps to just know things, little phrases like hello and how you doing, and right. it's instant instant understanding uh, of you know the heritage through that. It's it's quite exactly. magical. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. And there's even and words. Funny thing. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, sorry, man. Uh, funny thing about you mentioning like uh, New Zealand. So I went there 2019. And a lot of times when I was playing shows, there were like um, Samoans or like uh, New Zealanders. And they all thought I was like one of them. And I was like, yo, we are brothers, man. We're from Indonesia. We are connected. We are one. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. But like, I'm not from your island, but from our island group, we are one. So, well, yeah, on that, man. on that, you're, you know, it's funny because, you know, whenever I've traveled to, uh, you know, places like Hawaii or anywhere in the, in the Pacific Islands, there is a lot of shared culture and, and shared even pronunciations of words, which has been really, it's really helpful to, to have an, an understanding of some of those um, so you can understand the similarities. It's, it's beautiful. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing, man. Yeah, I'm super proud, man. <laughs> yeah, that's yes. awesome. Uh, speaking of family, though, um, your, your your uncle is D the DJ Rob Manga. Um, did he have yes. a great Did he have a great deal of influence shaping your musical development too? I can tell you that he's the reason why I start DJing, man. Um, wow! Shout out, seeing, Rob. yeah, shout out to Uncle Rob. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah, he's. Uh, the reason why I started DJing, I mean, seeing him play at family parties, uh, weddings, when I was super young, I even saw him on TV, and I was I was super impressed and how he was mixing and and I was so interested. And uh, yo, also I want to shout out my cousin Chris uh, because uh, he played he played a big role in my DJ career, and uh, so. He bought himself a DJ set when I was like around, I think, 13, 14 years old. And he invited me at, uh, at his house to practice. And I was super nervous. I was Googling like oh, what kind of equipment he had. And I was like really trying to figure out what every button did. And I was, I was even on virtual DJ for a while then. And I was like DJing with the mouse. And I was like, what? <laughs> it was so hard. But um, but then he he bought a DJ set, and uh, I came prepared, man. I uh, even printed out the the track lists in the, in the CD maps, and then uh, yeah, um, a while later he lent me his DJ set, which really um, which really I'm still grateful for because like that was really my uh, my uh, my homework, man. I would like 
every day I would like play DJing for like three hours and then stop DJing and then switch to producing, making beats or, or remixes and, um, and then switch again. And that was literally like one day uh, in my 13, 14 years old. Yeah, That's that was so crazy. Cool. So yeah, um, yeah. So Rob Manga was a big inspiration seeing him play everywhere and i was like super proud and i was like yeah i want to be like uncle rob djing mixing records yeah it was so amazing uncle rob's a bit still of a, inspired yeah he's still is a bit of a legend right i know he, he tours the world and um he's been to yeah. la and new york and yeah all, all yeah, over man. asia so yeah right <laughs> big up yeah. rob manga big up sheesh <laughs> <laughs> um so uh, yeah, I, I guess I wanted to just move into a bit about the Netherlands actually, um, because you've got some incredible. Like I don't even know what's in the water over there. You guys have so many talented <laughs> people. I want to give a shout out to uh, FS Green, our homie Full Crate, Jarrell Vandal. You, you guys are all like incredibly talented producers and DJs. Um, like I love. <laughs> not only do I love your remixes, but I love listening to your 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 mixtapes. Um, but like. What kind of what's going on? Like what is what is what is going on over there? Do you guys kind of have like a a, a click or a, you know a bunch of shared oh, information? How yeah. do how do you do it? <laughs> <laughs> That's classified, ladies and gentlemen. No, 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 I'm joking. Um, yo, our community, our scene is amazing, man. I'm so inspired by all of them. Really, I um, it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. We really are uh, support each other, motivate each other. And the best part to me is that I can call these goats my friends. Really, I uh, always looked up to them. Uh, I uh, underaged at events. I visited them to catch the DJ sets and hoping one day I'd be making music with them or share a stage with them. And yeah, man, look at where we are now. <laughs> That's crazy. I, uh, I'm super grateful. Like uh, these are really, really, really uh insanely uh, talented producers djs yeah man yeah what a community do, so do you guys share right. production tips or you know dj yeah ideas? yeah so yeah exactly we, we we do um we give each other feedback whenever i ask somebody or somebody asks me um when i have a new plugin that i really absolutely love i share it with them we have like a, a lot of like uh, group chats going on in whatsapp so we share bunch of bunch of stuff. Of course, we we got to man. We it's like um, we gotta elevate. We gotta uh, we gotta elevate. It, like lift each other up up to the top, man. If I go to the top, I'll bring everybody with me. Or likewise, I mean that's that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. it's really neat. Like I, I have I, you know I listen to all those remixes and um, and, and I hear like you know Full Crate will play your music and uh, Jarrell Vandal will play your music and you guys all kind of play each other's music and it's so cohesive like you guys have a sound like there's a a thing like i don't know how to describe it i can't put my finger on it but you guys definitely ha it's like a wave of cool production remix culture it's so dope yeah man I, I absolutely love it really i could not even choose between like if i was only if i had to choose between okay so jao is going to be a singer or he's going to be the producer i could not choose man because like i could not give up being around them and be so inspired and um, exchange energy with them and sharing knowledge, you know, that's that's a lot to me. So I could not choose, man. 
yeah i'm really grateful for it you guys are super inspirational um <clears throat> so shout out shout out the fam shout out the community um yes. so, but uh, speaking about the netherlands I'm, I'm wearing a rush hour t-shirt shout out rush hour i love uh hey so yeah much. yeah i noticed that <laughs> no, <laughs> shout out rush hour yeah um but you know the netherlands has a rich history with jazz musicians uh you know from post-war and then even more recently you know i've been to there for the ade the amsterdam dance event um and it's just Gee. a fascinating uh fascinating country fascinating culture do you think like yeah. there's a kind of <clears throat> creative environment that plays a role in in that is like something about the the, the scene there that that plays a role in that in uh, a role in my career you mean yeah and, and just kind of supporting you know like is there a, a scene that that kind of like helps elevate you and 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 shines a light oh, on, on uh, what yeah. you guys do. I feel a strong connection with like um uh yeah these goats <laughs> I mean uh full crate FS green so OJ uh too many to mention man uh they're all uh, good friends of mine and yeah I mean also uh being surrounded uh by uh in on AD festival surrounded with like a lot of amazing artists, not only internationally, but also Dutch artists um, that have a, a different approach, different, a different uh, feel. Like, let's say I'm um, mostly inspired by, let's say uh, uh, US or Asia uh, type of sound, like music. That's maybe, uh, uh, yeah, that's really my, uh, my approach. And like, the people that are in the Netherlands that share the same vibe or the same uh, vision, those those people are really inspiring me. And yeah, that's there's a lot of them in the Netherlands. It's it's crazy. Too too many talents in 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 this super tiny ass country. <laughs> that's it's, right. It's so it's so weird, man. Every time. Every time, even when I travel, like everybody's asking what's happening in the Netherlands, what's in the water. Totally, <laughs> it's it's crazy. Yeah, I'm super proud to 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 be in this community. Yeah, and to be and from here alongside all these amazing guys. Yeah, it's because it's it does have a unique thing, you know. Like there is almost like an electronic element that comes uh, into it, and there's obviously you, you know a huge R and B element, but then there's you know influences from from South America, Latin America. You know, it, yeah. it really comes together in this melting pot that seems to be the Netherlands, and yeah, we're all we're here for it. <laughs> we love it. Me too, man. Thank you so much. <laughs> so, um, getting back into the production stuff um, a little bit, you know, you 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 play a lot of different instruments, um, as I've seen on your Instagram. But is, is there one particular? What was like your first instrument that you started playing? Um. Uh, my first instrument was my voice, man. I, uh, I I started singing. I could say from the first day I was born. <laughs> no, I mean like uh, from from a young age. I yeah, like I said, uh, I was raised with really good music and uh, was interested at a very young age, super young. And I was I was always singing along with songs, no matter what language. I literally just mimic what I heard and sing the notes. And really tried to imitate the expressions, you know, like, and even when my parents were playing rap music from like uh, the 90s, and I was singing along still to all of the explicit content. <laughs> and yeah, it was so funny. But uh, every now and then, my dad was like, hey, 
you cannot sing that elsewhere only in the car with me <laughs> yeah um yeah that was really uh my first instrument but um second instrument was the guitar i um so my uh my uh my mother uh her family like my uncles play guitar and they showed me how to play it and learn the basics and actually i went from there i uh, i'm a self-taught musician as well and wow um yeah i youtube i luckily youtube was there i uh, i found out like a lot of like tutorials on how to play songs and how to play different positions of chords and progressions and yeah i really uh, figured it out myself and the funny part of this is i don't know what i'm playing i don't i'm i'm so i don't i don't even know about like musical theory sometimes i do like oh this is this is this is e blah blah, blah. and then like yeah okay and then i'm like hmm, okay maybe i knew something that's <laughs> but crazy I, i don't even know anything man i uh, i just play by ear and how i feel you know whatever feels good actually wow. yeah i mean that, that that says a lot though you know you're really in control of that and you're only you're able to focus on what what you're listening to what you're what sounds good but that's incredible because i mean wow i mean the, yeah the music the way that you do stuff is is, is insane in fact uh when joyce rice was on the show we talked a little bit about your <clears throat> performance um of her song with umi which is fantastic but you've done like incredible like so many colors like covers like the like from like your favorite artist like d'angelo um actually let's yeah let's pull that one up right now uh, oh <laughs> yeah, this is uh oh man the line let me tell you about it i want to tell you Let me tell you, I've been gone, gone so long. Just wanna sing, sing my song. I know you've been here, heard a lot of things about me. It's just so incredible, dude. Like that's just so oh, thank effortless. You. Thank you so much, man. Thanks a lot. Really appreciate it. Yeah. A quick shout out <laughs> to the people in the chat: Depocalypse, Diamond Lee, Michelle. We got DJ Lancelot, yes. Diamond Lee. We got Master Lee in the house. Amsterdam is at the building. Master Lee. Yeah, we got shout Danny. Shout out to you, bro. Hits Danny. Jeez. Oh man, we got a lot of cool people here. DJ Obon, 
Um, Lani Love yeah. is here too. What up, Lani? <clears throat> but big shout out, man. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah, this <laughs> this deserves this Amazing. deserves an air horn. <laughs> that performance is just wild, dude. Like, um, how long does it take you to kind of get a cover song together like that? Well, um, well, it depends, man. If let's say, um, I also did like the first cover that I did of uh, by D'Angelo was uh, untitled. How does it feel? That one really made me sweat, for real. <laughs> like, ah. Uh, I was uh I was really sweating. I um it was it's not only that I um that I mimic the like the music that is being played, not only the musical parts, but also uh to mix it the way um that you that you think that it sounds. Big shout out to Russell Elevato for engineering the whole album. Uh I'm a big fan and that's so hard. I mean like um both things are really hard because like you have to be like super accurate i mean in, in a in a perfectionist eye that's my eye <laughs> and uh that took me around i think maybe uh one week and a half or something i was really uh because i had a writer's block for for a while and then i was like listening to uh, i was i was cooking dinner and i was listening to uh, i was like yeah let's just play voodoo again and then I and then um, untitled. How does it feel? Was uh, playing, and I was like, "Oh, I feel like I I should do a cover of this. That will be that will give me so much more knowledge and inspiration." And and yeah, that's it was so hard. And sometimes I don't know. Um, sometimes it's it's just there. I play the musical part and mix at the same time. And sometimes it's just it just happens in like two hours or three hours. And yeah, it really depends, man, how you feel, I think, how your energy is that day or, you know, yeah. I mean, some people just spend, you know, their life just trying to master one element of that song. And you've got the bass, you've got the drums, you've got the guitar, you've got these beautiful <laughs> harmonies. It's just really so impressive, man. Um, yeah. Thank bravo. you so much, man. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> so you've also done remixing, though, too. Like you, you, uh, you, um, you remixed the Joyce Rice song, Good Morning. The, the, I play that one all the time. And then another one of my favorites Ooh. of yours is uh, the your Thundercat uh, Them Changes remix. I just love the way you took those songs and you kind of recontextualized them and flipped them, made them super dope. What do, what do you like about Thank you. remixing songs? Like what what's your what are you always trying to do when you remix a song? Um <clears throat> basically what I what I really love about remixing is the part when you only play the a cappella and start finding a chord progression and uh, yeah, that's the part what I really love because there's so many ways, so many options on how to color in the acapella with, you know, and it can be it can be a love song with a super dark progression and heartbeats, uh, but also a heartbreak song with with super smooth and soulful or happy chords. Uh, I can I can spend hours on remixing because it's so much fun and. It gives me a lot of like inspiration to uh, create more like original music and yeah, but it helps me a lot alongside covering songs. Yeah, you yeah, mentioned I really love it. It kind of inspires you to 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 write your own music in, the, in a different way too, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not that I really copy paste stuff. It's more that I like oh this technique I can just use it 
on my original song like in a different way or you know and it, yeah it gives, it's, a, it's a big help that's awesome it's a lot of inspiration yeah i think that's i think that's one of the cool things you also touched <clears throat> on when you talked about djing and how they all kind of they help inform each other like by hearing other people's music that's going to make you better at you know you doing your own thing if you, the more you can like listen and dissect and take inspiration but not li- not always so literal but take a vibe or you know a, a, pr- yeah. a progression or or you know a style uh thing it can really help uh encourage you to, yeah. to do more right exactly because like i mean also i listen to music a lot like a lot and um sometimes listening is it's not just enough then i feel like the the uh, me covering songs I, that's that's the way to like really zoom into a song mm. and like see what's happening really like try to mimic everything and then you, then you find like some stuff in the background that you never paid attention to that's those are the precious moments to me that i'm like whoa wait he's really playing this but like for 10 years i was listening on a whole different approach totally. you know that's that's fun man yeah you know exploring I, I think- I think what you're talking about is something that really helped me as well in my music career as a, as a musician. Um, when I when I learned piano as a young kid, I you know I learned a lot of classical piano, and that was really like just play this like note for note. But when I started playing uh, the bass guitar, uh, um, I didn't have the same formal training, and and I would just listen to music and try and figure out the notes that they they were playing. And the more I did that, the more I kind of <clears throat> stumbled across these patterns and these these techniques that uh, a lot of a lot of were shared across a lot of different songs, especially in R and B music and and soul music, which I love also. Um, and then once you kind of understand those, then you can recontextualize them in, in your own plane, similar to what you're saying. But right. it's really important exactly. to use your ear, right, in that process by listening to each note and, and and figuring out the wrong notes, like by making mistakes, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, man. So true. Yeah. That's yeah. That's really yes. cool. So, do you do your parents play music? I think you talked a bit about your mom uh, singing and and having a guitar. But you know, do your parents play music as well? So no, um, my mom. Uh, uh, yeah, she she um, she was also uh, a really good singer, and she would sing me like um, uh, uh, like good night and like some sing me songs to fall asleep, fall asleep, and. Um, yeah also that that of course that shaped me like um a lot of knowledge like oh wow mom sings amazing and my aunt all of my aunties they all sing amazing my uncles so it was really her family that really uh enriched my uh yeah my inspiration and to be a singer as well did you ever have to perform in front of them yeah oh my god that was (laughs) I don't I don't I don't like perform I, I don't really like to perform for the for for them. I mean in 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 a in a in a different way. Not really like I don't like it to perform for them, but more like I don't want to show them my flaws and my mistakes and uh, I'm always so nervous. <sighs> always. But do your parents and, listen um, to your music? Yeah, they do. I'm so happy and grateful that they do because oh uh, um it, this this is this is funny because like I remember back in the day that they don't don't really um, um, did not figure out what I was really making and creating you know I was just making beats and stuff and then finally when some music got on uh, got picked up and then my dad was like 
all of a sudden he was playing my my beats or remixes while I was like in my in my uh, in my bedroom making music and I was pausing for a moment and I'm listening my I was like wait what is my dad listening to my remix <laughs> so those are the the moments that that when when I find found out finally that they they were like interested like oh hmm, okay well let's see what what our son is making right now and then uh, from that moment they they played a lot of my stuff and just to listen to uh, all of my a lot of my mixes even uh, yeah pff, everything man that's so um i feel blessed that they that they are happy with what i do you know what did they think of your yeah. of your did they give you a review of your of half as much of your record oh yes they uh, they absolutely loving it and uh yeah my mother so uh, she she always gets me to a point that i always almost need to cry <laughs> because she always um hits me with the right words you know she i mean your mother is like everything to you you know and and also my my father also but my mother she is more like of the the, the talker in the family and she always say the most amazing words like how how proud she is of me and how amazing i sound and and yeah everything man and she always gets me there <laughs> man that's got to be one of the most beautiful feelings in the world hey it is really yeah and that's also one of my uh um one of my reasons why i create music and why why i love to make music is to like give people joy you know give a piece of my heart to the listener and hopefully i touch you if not it's okay <laughs> that's fine um i'm just sharing joy you know i uh, i love this it's my passion and i'm glad that the talent is given to me so yeah man whatever the spirit gives us you know i try to let out everything so yeah well we really appreciate it man i mean the record is incredible um thank you so much i gotta give a quick shout out i saw we got a raid from sk big up sk from, from, oh. from germany Jeez, Dankeschön, <laughs> germany yeah Dankeschön. thank you sk um and on the on the um on the relationship uh discussion um you have a really close close relationship with um selection too i mean you even shouted out in, in the <clears> song you did with uh in red dots at the end you know listening to selection um yeah do you want to give a shout out to selection and talk about your relationship with them and what they mean to you of course big shout out to selection man it um really changed my life really uh and it really changed my perspective on music um i think it was uh, around mm, 20 2011 um i discovered uh, selection and uh, a friend of mine he told me like yo a joe k from selection he's playing your your i think it was my uh, one of my remixes or beats and then um i was like oh well, cool cool man uh, let me check it out and then i discovered that it was so amazing it was exactly the thing that i was looking for like um it was a new new world for me that that literally opened up and i was like wow this is amazing all of these crazy beats i literally uh i i i remember that it was on kbeach.org there was an app for it and every time when joe played a new song the 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 the, the track id would show up and that screenshot every song <laughs> every every song 
and um, and then that's how I discovered as the um, yeah a, a, a lot of people and um, yeah since from then I I just sent like a bunch of music and we were chatting and uh, shared a lot of exclusive stuff and finally we met a couple times on like on tour whenever yeah we crossed paths in the Netherlands and um, and yeah. It, it it went from there. Basically, we we touched base like every now and then, and it was always good vibes. And then 2019, I mean, we were super close. We we yeah, we were we we grew super close. And uh, he played a lot of my stuff, and played shows together. And then um, my dream was always like my my goal was to be recruited on on the roster of selection like already from from the start from a jump like 2011 and then 2019 came and then i got a call and i was like what joe joe calling me okay quick everybody quiet quiet hey what's up bro and then he was like yo this and that we had a good chat we had a good chat about life about music about everything i was enjoying and then he was like yo the reason why i called you is um I wanted to check up with you, check in with you if you would be down to uh, be recruited to the roster. And I was like, what? I was so mind blown and it was amazing, man. And yeah, from from then, I uh, we got even more closer. We done more tours together, shows. Yeah, man. Amazing. It really changed my life, man. Yeah, shout out Selection. Because if, time. yeah. Of course, shout out. Give the air horn, man. Please, come yes, on. Air horn for, for selection. <laughs> and like um uh it was if if it if 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 I did not discover selection, I don't know, man. I think I would be um a really different um my approach to music would be really different because I remember I started DJing not with R and B hip hop. I started with tech house, man. No like, way. Like house. Yeah, yeah. My 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 basics were uh, were like really like I love tech house, man. I love Latin house. At the time, like let's say, uh, the the dirty house era. There was a rich era, man. The the Dutch the Dutch dirty house. That was a crazy time. Um, that was like one of my uh, go tos first first chart. If I, if I would play DJing and um, if selection wasn't there then I, I don't think I was more into like the beat scene the electronic uh, electronic music the the hip hop the soul I mean I uh, I had the hip hop and soul from my parents but it 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 more it gave me more like uh, it enriched my my musical taste man really no doubt. Yeah, I think uh, SoundCloud, the selection that time, there was a sound and it really, I, I feel like that in a lot of ways, you know, what you are doing with, with your music and uh, what, you know, the Amsterdam sound like with the Gile and, uh, sorry, with the Jaro and, and Full Crate, a lot of that <laughs> yeah. has kind of really, I feel like SoundCloud and, and selection has done a great job of like pushing that and yep. exposing the world to all the music that comes out from, from you guys. and and uh yeah. inspired so many of us so many young producers right i mean i was uh i was late on myspace i discovered it way too late 
when when it was already like moved to SoundCloud or SoundClick or and um, yeah, so uh, SoundCloud is a was an eye opener, man. So many amazing talent that really um, felt free, you know, like to to post anything, man. Beats, remixes, doesn't matter how dark it sounds, doesn't matter how weird it sounds or anything. You could be you on that platform. And still, I mean, that was like a golden era on the SoundCloud, uh, in the SoundCloud days. And I still like, I still feel like, I, I still get my, my, my songs from there, like the, 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 the most rare joints I get from SoundCloud still. Or um, uh, they are shared like exclusives by, by uh, producers or something, but a lot of people be uh, been saying like, yeah, SoundCloud is dead, and there was a time though that I that I felt it was like, hmm, uh, I don't know, man, I don't really dig the joints that I find, the gems that I find, or or the how do you say it, um, whatever is go is gonna be played next, like uh, the 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 shuffle uh, pl Selected. playlist, yeah, so, yeah, the, yeah, exactly. Suggest the tracks, yeah. Sorry, and um, and then maybe that was maybe I was like like that for a year, and then um, a year later I I was like still looking and looking, and I still find heat still. Absolutely. So I'm 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 happy that like a lot of producers still use the platform. I mean, it does uh, restrict some some things like uh, acapellas usage um samples uh, but then there's bandcamp <laughs> that's right which is right now amazing too it was it has always been amazing but um a lot of people use uh like uh, uh use it as a mirror you know and like uh give it out as free download or yeah like producers uh beat makers are coming up with like crazy uh compilations and uh, edit packs. I love it so much, man. Yeah, that's really good to hear about SoundCloud. And I think that um, it's what like what you what you talked about a little bit is something I've heard a couple other people really talk about, where they really used SoundCloud as a way to kind of like just put out ideas and and sketches. You know, not f even fully songs, just like beat ideas and just share them yeah. and get feedback. And that community was really good at uh, you know providing kind of. Uh, I guess encouragement to you know to continue doing it. You, sometimes <clears throat> you'd put something up there, you know, and you don't really uh, think too much about it. You know, it's oh, it's kind of whatever an idea, but it would be one of your most popular things. And right, and I, it's good to know that you're still you still find a lot of you know music on there. I still like to use it, and I th I think it's really important to suggest to yeah. you know, producers to continue to use that platform and you know yeah. in a way. Um, but you know, would you suggest other than SoundCloud? Is there any other, other than Bandcamp and SoundCloud? You know where else are you finding your music from? Um, Spotify. I um, I'm a lot active on Spotify. Um, I always try to find like new music on uh, New Music Friday playlist or uh, Release Radar. You know, checking out playlists and find like if, uh, if there's something that's new and that's that's really fresh and that I really like. I have a lot of playlists that I just listen to, but also um, oh, there's a promo. Uh, if you want to have a, like a really nice playlist, go to uh, Jael and Chill. Links in my bio. <laughs> That's right. So I'm, I'm trying to update it every now and uh, every week. I'm trying to update it if I'm not too busy. But um, <clears throat> aside from that, yeah, Spotify has been really good. Um, 
but yeah, I I keep on getting back to bouncing back to SoundCloud, man. Because as as a DJ creator, then I um I find the most like craziest remixes and edits or even just beats. And that makes my DJ sets really um unique. And that's I, I think that's really important, like to be unique, you know. I mean, we could all play like the same tracks, but it's up to you how you present these tracks, how you mix them. And, you know, that's, yeah, man. So SoundCloud is like really my temple. <laughs> Yo, that's the terms right of there. DJs. That, that yeah. right there, though, is a really important p- point that you make, you know, what, how you present and having a point yeah. of difference, having a special element to your DJ set. I think that's right. so important for everyone to kind of like think about because if yeah. you're just playing the same song <clears throat> as everyone else, you're not standing out, right? And I think... You know? Exactly. I mean, yeah, it's okay uh, if, if, if everybody learns and, you know, everybody grows. I mean, I had a lot of uh, hiccups myself and like uh, played a lot of uh, similar tunes as, as a DJ that I look up to or your inspiration. But I mean, in the end, it's all about the way you perform, how you uh, present it, your mix. Yeah, that's you. You cannot change the song. That's you that, make, that, uh, that is mixing, you know? So true. Um, but when are we going to get yeah. the uh, Jail Tech House set? Is that, is that, are we ever going to see that again? Oh my God. <laughs> Yo, this is a funny uh, question because, like, I was, uh, for the last time that, was, that I was in South Korea, that was 2019, before the pandemic. I, um, I remember I just, I just landed, had like a two-hour flight, but was super hungover because the night before I was playing in in Tokyo. Shout out Hokuto, shout out Alamaki. Uh, I played at um, in in Japan, and I was so hungover, so many alcohol. I I I near I, I barely slept, and then um, so I was fresh off the plane, and uh, my friends were picking me up from soap. And uh, big shout out to Soap, South Korea. And um, I was having dinner. And then after dinner, I was freshing up. And then my friends were like, yo, if you want, we can go to Soap. And we could get, we go to this club and that club. And especially this club because there was uh, something going on. I cannot really remember. But what I remember was DJ Nobu from Japan was playing there. And he's like a techno god. Uh, he's a legend and um i did not knew him I, and then i was like oh, okay sure what kind of music was it and he was like yeah this techno it's like oh okay it has been a while that i've since i've listened to it and since i've been to a techno party and um now we went to soap first for pre-drinks and it saw like a bunch of my homies like after a while and it was so fun and then we gathered and we went to uh to the club and it was like a three-level um, building, which the, the first floor was like one of my friends called Crush from South Korea. He's an amazing singer. And um, he was he was performing there. And I was like, wait, what? He's performing years? Wait, let me text him. But he's a big deal in South, uh, South, uh, South uh, Korea. He's like a big star. I texted him. I was like, bro, I'm... Um, can I still uh, go in because, uh, because like I see the the it's full it's maxed out right now it's packed and he was like yeah yeah, yeah. meet me at the back uh, uh, entrance I was like okay cool so I went there saw him perform and then I went 
ups, uh, uh, upstairs where DJ Nobu was playing and a bunch of other techno DJs. I was there and it it was like uh, I was back in like six years ago or something. I was like, whoa, I missed this so much. And it really, uh, it really itches still uh, to like maybe do like a, a techno alias or te tech house alias. I'm not sure because I don't have the time, you know. Yeah. I'm I got my hands full with a lot of a lot of stuff on Project Jail. So I don't think there there will be time this year, next year. I don't know. With I will contact you if we uh, if oh, I do, and then uh, we could do uh, I don't know a session or something, man. <laughs> That'd be sick, man. Yeah. It's really cool to hear that, and also to know that yeah, you can like you can make R and B and and chill stuff, but you can also like. There's no rules about what you can like. It's all it all it's all music, right? It all helps inform right, each yeah. other. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean true. and also there's a there's a time and a place for things and like you said, you know, if it's a late night or if an after hours, you know, maybe playing chill R and B isn't the right mood, so throw down that tech right. house there, right? Yeah, exactly, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So maybe one day. <laughs> I hope so. I'd love to I'd love to hear it. Um but speaking of music, um, what is one of the favorite? What is what one, one of your favorite records right now that you'd recommend someone listen to? Oh, I'm a huge fan of Devin Morrison. <clears throat> the way he um, writes his music, the way he produces, mixes, records instruments, records his vocals, the chord progressions—it's so crazy. It's like a, it's like a fairy tale, man. It's like. It's it's a crazy wave. It's it's so amazing. I'm so fascinated by his uh, his craft and um, the record's called Bussin. Yeah, that's that's one. Oh, come so Let's pull it up. Um, is is there there's a record off Bussin? There's I got a couple here. There's one called With You. There's one called No. One with uh With You featuring with... the amazing Joyce Rice. Yeah, <laughs> Shout man. out Joyce. So this is shout out. This is off Devin Morrison's newest record, Bussin. Devin Morrison, who also contributed to Joyce's record as well. He had an interlude. Exactly. Um, yeah. This is his off his record, Bussin. This is called With You, featuring Joyce Rice, our friend, who was recently on the podcast too. So let's check it out. Yes. Man. 
Alright, I'm gonna cut it here. Oh my god! <laughs> so damn good. Big oh, up. Yeah. It's amazing. So that Woo! was uh, Devin Morrison with Joyce Rice with you off his album Bussin'. Yes. And <clears throat> man, you know, I heard a couple things in there. Like he's got like the Mary Jane drums, right? Like is that the. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And yep. the chords. Man, his, his, his sense oh. of harmony is insane. This song is so rich. It's Absolutely. it's crazy. It's a, like um, I I would say like if you just heard the uh, just the the drums, then it's sad. It's it, it's already speaking like it, it it needed this exactly what he did on the drums on the on the Mary Jane uh, song drums. It's crazy. Like what he did. Like he go from from A to Z like chords. It's so crazy. The progressions. It's a whole story, man. It's so. I remember the first time listening to it, I was like, listening like this, what's happening, what's happening, what's happening? It's so amazing. <laughs> yeah. I'm um, a big fan. Big shout out to you, man. Yeah. Devin Morrison and Joyce Rice. Absolutely. Yeah. Shout out Devin. Big he, fan. He also did a, a track off um, the Van Jess record, which I think is amazing. Um, oh, man. Yeah. I discovered it in, like last week. Shall we pull it I, up? I didn't even... Oh please, come yeah, yeah, on! Let's pull it up. Oh okay. wow, we this song this. is crazy, man. It's lit. Van Jess <laughs> and yeah, Boothang, Boothang. This is crazy. This one. making music still <laughs> I should just give up <laughs> yeah I oh mean, man what more can you say it's a, right? a perfect R&B song right exactly man wow just wow <laughs> Crazy. I'd say um I'd say I know I know you said earlier <clears throat> that if you could have a dream collaboration that it would be with D'Angelo but I would happily take yeah. a Jael and Devin Morrison collaboration I think that would be incredible. Oh man. I don't know if you're listening right now but yo. 
I would love to, man. <laughs> right? No pressure at all. <laughs> and that, um, <laughs> that whole Van Jess record is also very good. But um, yeah, Devin. I, I, I honestly haven't checked it out yet. Yeah, yeah, I just, yeah I was, I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, I, just, I did just a remix. Gonna... You did? I did a remix. No, not on this record, but like that was like one of my first remixes that went like crazy. Uh, it was um, I don't know, maybe you have it. Uh, it's called. Um, it was they covered a song, you know, back when they just did flips like yep. videos on Instagram. Uh, or Vine, maybe that time. Oh my gosh! And then uh, they they co- yeah they covered um, a Kendrick Lamar song. They're gonna catch me now. No 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 that one. I remixed um, the designer one, Panda. Designer Panda, Panda fan jazz. Yeah I think yeah I've yeah. I've heard that one actually. Yes, I don't have it, but I I know what you're talking about. But yeah, Van Jesser, yeah, that yeah. whole album front to back, it's got incredible production on there. K Tronada's on there, Pomo is on there. Obviously, Devin Woo! Morrison. Pomo. Yeah, it's Damn. front to back really good. But we're Crazy. we're here talking about Jao. We're talking about half as much. Your latest record. Let's not forget. This is a fantastic <laughs> record. Everyone should listen to it right now if you're tuned in. Um, so yeah, and on that though, um, being that you're a producer, you're a singer, you're a multi instrumentalist. You know, if if you could um, go back in time and give your younger producer self some some advice, what would it be? Oh man. I mean, I'm glad how everything worked out because from every flaw and every mistake, I've learned a lot, you know, and still learning. I still make mistakes. I'm human. Anyway, um, I, I would say never feel limited because there were times that I was really feeling like really um, limited, like, uh, oh, he doesn't sound like this. So I should not go beyond that boundary ish, that kind of feeling. I'd say I had that a lot, and I would say to myself, yeah, never feel limited, and just let out whatever the spirit says. That's that's important to me, yeah. So and I would say that. Do you think a lot of that is coming from, like, a self-confidence or trusting your intuition? Yeah, and, yeah, man, and, and God, of course. Uh, yeah, I grew up in a church-going household, so I... Um, yeah, man, I I have, I just let out whatever the spirit says, the source, you know, I, I'm just creating and just vibing, literally expressing my feelings. It's yeah. really cool. In the chat, actually, uh, Misha Rowe says uh, how much she likes your excitement. And I thought that was... <laughs> Shout out to you, sis. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Yo, kinda... <laughs> <laughs> there's no soju. There's no soju tonight. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true, though. Um. Uh, and Masali said, you know, um, it's really authentic, and and I um, and I think it's really true. Actually, sorry, Misha Ross says it, it's genuine, and and it's really cool that you know you're able to really let yourself express those feelings, express that in such a pure way. I think that ultimately, in any kind of musical expression, that's the thing that people really are drawn to, it and as as magnetic about it is that that letting go yeah. and that confidence. So that's really good advice. Yeah, man. So. Uh... I think really I um, I'm happy that like every time when I just um, feel like uh, a self doubt that I just then I just you know I, I learn from that and that's like a really big lesson for for just not in music but just for yourself as well like as a to grow as a person. Absolutely, that's yeah, yeah. fantastic personal advice. 
Um, and is there anything, um, is there anything you know that you've learned that you'd like to share with other producers, or any advice that you just like to kind of give to anyone who wants to get into producing or DJing? Um, <clears throat> I have. Um, I know. I, I I heard a lot of people that have like passion for music or DJing, but don't know how to start. Just um, or or are scared to start. Just don't be scared to to let out your expressions and like yo. If music if if music draws your energy, then come on, you you should go for it totally. My dad he um he taught me a lot. You know like um so just a side story. <laughs> uh, my dad taught me a lot of discipline and like focus. And if you want something, like go for it uh, a thousand percent, man. Really, everything is possible that you really want in life. I'm saying it really again, like everything is possible. So don't let anything hold you back. Really, he um, uh, so like in the dojo, he was my sensei because he had his own karate uh, school back in the day, and together with my brother and sister in the dojo, he was our sensei. He he was like very strict, and then when we stepped out of the dojo, he was like the dad, you know, and that really um. He showed me a lot of like uh, uh, how to appreciate life and like how to approach your goals. And um, initially, he uh, he always wanted me to go for like uh, uh, go chase the career in karate, but he saw like uh, the, the musical interest in me, and and then he was like, "This is funny." He tried to to uh, put me on guitar lessons, drumming lessons, but I was too. I was I was like too young, uh, too stubborn, and, and I said like, no, I just want to play soccer or uh, or do uh, what my friends, uh, whatever my friends do, and I never done that, and I'm I regret that so much. But even though you don't have like, I mean, you don't have the tools from from back then, maybe, but then it's never too late to learn. And he showed me the, the right doors, like how to how to go for it, and it showed. Yeah, I've I've been to places. I um. I, I made an album. I'm I'm so I'm so grateful for everything. So please do not hold anything. Uh, do not let hold anything you back. You know, like just go for it. That's and I think advice. I said that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's my bad English, man. Sorry. No, that was it. We get it, man. And, and I think that intention is so much everything. And committing to the, the that intention, right? It's like it's like yeah. playing a song. Like when you're gonna play a bassline, you commit to playing that bassline as best you can. Playing the guitar, exactly. same thing. When you're gonna sing, you gotta sing your heart, hundred percent. Yeah, exactly, man. That's so. So cool. go for it, everybody. If you have a goal, do it. That's great advice. Um, and this, and so, um, what's what's coming up next for for you? You know, are, are you gonna take uh, now that you know restrictions are hopefully o- opening up a little bit more in Amsterdam? Is what's the what's the situation in, in the Netherlands like for for uh, for touring and things like that? Well, um, there are a bunch of like. Uh, live shows but then you can just um tune in on twitch or on youtube for now there's no um such thing as um seated shows but <clears throat> sorry about that <clears throat> but uh let's i think uh, at end of july uh, they're going to um uh let go of some restrictions and that uh, i could do like uh seated shows 
and I think like the capacity will be like around 60 or up to 100 people, depends on what the maximum is. So, but um, the next step, uh, next for Jael is uh, half as much uh, live show with a band. I don't want to say too much. Um, yeah, you'll see it on, on, on the socials. I'll announce it very soon, but um, the, the show is in, in, in the works. Yeah, man. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> I'm so nervous. I'm smiling right now, but from the inside, you just reminded me of how much I still have to do. Oh, um, anyway, it's going to be, uh, I'll make it. I'll make it. We that's, will make it. Sorry. Yeah, that's <laughs> going to be amazing. A, a live show. Uh, so, uh, w I mean, you'll be playing some instruments, but are you going to have a assemble a band? Who, who, do you, can you talk about who's going to be in the band? Are we going to get Jero on bass? Uh, I mean, for, full crate on bass, Jero on keys. And... No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> they're they're really uh they're too busy with their own uh, schedules oh, no. and stuff. Uh, but um, I want to keep it as a surprise, really. Yeah. So, yeah, like I said, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil too much. You'll okay. see soon, very soon, very soon. I would and, love to see. Um, it. And uh, after the, um, alongside the the live show, there will be um, a deluxe edition of Half as Much, with a lot of bonus tracks, a lot of extras, so many extras. I hope you guys will will like it. It will be out soon, very soon. Amazing. That's all I can tell about that, these two projects. That sounds incredible, man. Um, wow. I mean. Will you be taking the? Will you be doing the the show on Twitch, or will it only be uh, in in concert? De depends, of course, on the restrictions. If um, if 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 it will be um, yeah, I don't know. I I, I at first I thought of like, oh, you know what? Let's just do uh, live shows like uh, on Twitch and online. <clears throat> but I don't know. I I really want the people to experience like in person, you know, and. I think it's uh, it's not a waste, but it's um, it's an experience that I really want people to have in person and not just online. And, whoa, damn! Well, sorry about that. <gasps> whoa, That's and okay. um, uh, I think it's fireworks. Kids are playing with fireworks, and um, yeah, I just want it to, to be special, not just it's yeah online. I'll yeah I'll I'll have some tours scheduled up very soon, and uh, sorry, oh sorry about that. That's all good. And yeah, man, yeah, yo, just just wait for it, please. Okay, okay, cool. That's really exciting though. I can't wait. And uh, <laughs> Michiro asked, if, "Do I need to buy a flight? Let me know when we need to book tickets, because uh, we we got to see this live show, man. The album's amazing. So, you know. Thank you so much, man. It's great. It will be announced very soon. Awesome. <laughs> Um, we've got some time for some questions from the audience. So if you're if you're in the chat and you want to ask Jal a question, we can take some some questions from you. Um, but while I got you here, um, I got a, a couple more questions. Uh, cool. Oh God, here it comes. Oh yeah, that's right. I was going to ask you um, who who are some of your other favorite producers? You talked a bit about <clears throat> Devin Morrison, but are, you know who are the producers that really inf influenced you um, coming up? Um. Jay Dilla, a lot, <clears throat> a lot of Jay Dilla. Listen to him a lot. Um, drum patterns, the way he samples, uh, the way he replays chords and stuff. 
the grooves really swing. Um, got it also from from him. Uh, oh man, Whoa. so many to mention, but like the way, um, like I said, man, the way D'Angelo played his music was just really. Um, I was all always like try to be like him, like uh, while playing and and such. So I'd say like the biggest would be D'Angelo and uh, Jay Dilla. Uh, oh, they're, they're, this this um, this is funny. Um, do you know like Moods music? M Moods. I, yeah, I've heard of Moods. M O O D. Yeah. Um, he's from Rotterdam, and he um, he had a like a YouTube account called bass k producer and he had crazy beats and there was so like dilla alike dilla influence and i was so i was such a fan and then all of a sudden he stopped like he quit uploading music on on his youtube channel and i was like what why and then um i discovered a, a like a related video <clears throat> and the the artist called moods and i was like yo this sounds so alike and then i discovered he was from the netherlands and it was him and so I was uh, really inspired by him as well. Really amazing uh, producer. Uh, yeah, you should go check out Moots. It's funny you say yeah, that. Yeah, man. I've actually got a song. I think it's a song with him and The Count, who you, who you collaborated with. Oh, yeah. Do you yeah, know yeah, this yeah. one? Is this, is, this, is this the same Moots? Yes, please, please play it. Yeah, this is a jam. This groove right here. Come on. <laughs> uh. Yeah, this is a. I play this one a bit myself. Sheesh. Yeah, it's amazing. So that is the that is Moot. So he's from uh, from the Netherlands also. Yeah, he's from Rotterdam. Rotterdam. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, uh, to mention other producers from the Netherlands, uh, Trian Karhatu, TK Music. Uh, amazing. He's so amazing. He's like he's like an, uh, an alien, bro. He's like from a different planet. The way he plays and the way he makes his uh, produces his beats and the way he comes up with chord progressions everything total package he's he's amazing um dagger dx from rotterdam as well uh listen to one tiga oh, also yeah. you have a song with one yeah man also. yes yeah we have we have a few <laughs> and um yeah i was uh i think i discovered him around maybe 2012 ish and um that yeah i i never knew that before um, i only knew him as dj producer remixer but before that he was a dutch language uh, rapper man oh no and way that's crazy yeah yeah i yeah, didn't yeah. know that yeah he was like in a really cool uh hip-hop group like rap group super cool man yeah, yeah. 
I, I, I've, yeah. yeah, he's a great producer. Incredible production. Really different. Yep. Yeah, super talented. Yeah. We have a yeah, question a from fan. the uh, the chat, Donald uh, <clears throat> Gino. I'm not too sure if I'm saying that that name right, but uh, he had a question. What's your favorite food? I think that's a really good question, actually. Ha <laughs> ha! Favorite food. I have too many favorites. There's uh, food is like with whenever you're in the mood, you're you, you can you eat that certain dish. I cannot I cannot have like. Ah, oh, this is this is a tough question. Okay, I'd say, um, I would say, I would say. I mean, I I love Japanese ramen. I love I love ramen. It's super commercial, but it's just my thing. I love it. I really love it. Uh, yeah. Nice. That's a good. That's a, a sure shot, man. Ramen, you can get it. It's always good. Um, we got right. another one here um, from August May. Where do you get that shirt, Jael? Oh, this is from uh, this is from Cos. I just picked it up. It was a present for my girlfriend uh, yesterday. Oh, yeah, man, from Cos stores. Shout out! Shout out! Shout out your girl. Yes. Um, shout out Jeanette's Jin. She's in the chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and she says fries. Okay, she has a point. She has a point. I love my fries. Yeah, I love her. I mean, even though I, I'm I'm phrasing at my song, getting angry because she eating all my fries, but I would die for you. Yep, I know that line. I was wondering what that what the, the origin of that is, but that's uh, good to know. My girl, <laughs> she always eats up my fries. That's why I always order extra. Extra fries. <laughs> yes. Awesome. That's a great name for a song, Extra Fries. Um, Extra J Fries. <laughs> Jay Farrell, I don't know if this is a question for you, but how do you know he's a human? Um, that's just a good statement because, I mean, Jal is superhuman, that's for sure. So, <laughs> Come <I don't>, on, <laughs> man. <laughs> I don't know how, how he's meant to answer that, but um, maybe, yeah, he's superhuman. I think we'll just leave it at that. Oh, um, man. I'm just like you, man. I'm just like you. <laughs> we got a really funny one here, too, um, from Demangio. Who is your that's favorite my bro. sibling? That's, that's my my sibling. <laughs> so he's wanting to know. Who is your favorite sibling? <laughs> oh my god! Wow. Dad, no, I don't have a favorite sibling because you both are my favorite. Period. <laughs> that's such a sibling question. No. That's a... <laughs> right. Come on. <laughs> and um, I got one here from uh, DJ Marvel. What's in your favorite? Hey, shout out. Yeah, shout out DJ Marvel. That's my homie too. Um, what's in your favorite loadout? Ooh, right now, I'm playing with the ASFAL and the PKM. We're talking about Call of Duty Warzone, and we play every now and then. Every, yeah, so uh, that's my favorite loadout for now. This is definitely the right place for that, um, because this is Twitch. You know, we got this thing exactly. going on here. Oh man. Um. Okay. I think. I think that's it uh, for questions. Uh, I can't really see anything. Ooh. But, um, yeah, actually, um, Nina Mendoza has a good one, actually. and, and yeah, Shout out Nina. Yeah, shout Nina. out Nina Mendoza. Um, she's, yes. She's curious to know your hair, hair care <clears throat> routine. How you oh. manage the, uh, the locks. The locks. I, uh, so, I can show you, if you have a second. 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is some some unique content right here. We don't usually get this right, in a DJ okay. chat. Okay, just a second, yeah. Thank you, Nina, for joining and uh, diversifying our um, <laughs> our conversation from music. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, big shout out to my uh, other sibling. That's also my favorite sibling. Uh, she, uh, her name is Elvira, and uh, she has her own um, um, curl. Um, she's a curl hairdresser. She has her own salon, uh, and she's um, she always comes with like uh, the best tips and tricks for for hair care. And um, so, um, shout out to Curly Girl. They um, they uh, made this like styling milk and uh, divine curl divining gel. These two. So here's to all of the people that went into my DM and asked me, what are you using to get these amazing curls? Um, I, I style it uh, with this, but not every day. What I do every day, uh, every time when I uh, deep wash my hair, oh, this is this, from music to here. Wow. What is this? <laughs> uh, when I wash my hair, I use... Um, like a, a a silk uh towel and i just let it dry like uh, for maybe uh like i put it on my head or a t-shirt could be good as well if it's silk it's it's best for your curls so you don't break them um so i don't everyday style with 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 these products but i just i just shampoo or uh, or deep wash and uh use conditioner uh, and then um i just leave it like loose and my curl will just pop up so I'm happy that my curls are just naturally like that. Yeah. So not that much that I use. Shout yeah. out. I wish I had hair uh, like yours. <laughs> just wish <laughs> I had hair, period, almost. But, um, <laughs> but um, hey, um, we're going to wrap it up here a little bit. I just wanted to say, is there anything that you wanted to, to shout out? Anything that you wanted to, to talk about just before we, we, we wrap up? Any, any, any advice for like, uh, where people can find you on Instagram, things like that? Yeah, uh, you can find me on um, on Twitter and on uh, Instagram, known as Jael, uh, SoundCloud um, dash J A dash E L. Um, yeah, follow your boy. Uh, come say hi. Um, I want a big, ma uh, massive shout out to Serato and to you uh, for having me. Thanks for the amazing uh, conversation, man. This has been so much fun. Really, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for being on. And guest, thank man. you for tuning in, everybody. Yeah, Sheesh. big up the chat. Thank you guys so much. Yep. Um, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. And again, just want to state uh, half as much. Your record is out now. If you pull up the follow command in the chat, it'll also give you a link to listen to the the, the album. Um, it's an incredible front to back R&B album. Great guests, great song, great production. It's a full package. Um, so shout out Jail for for making it. Um, before we go, I do want to play one song, my favorite song from the record. Um, and I've been playing it a lot of my sets, actually. It's, um, okay. yeah, it's, man, it's, it's a beautiful song. And in fact, you also just talked about it. It's the, the fries references in this song. Yeah. This is, um, this is, um, this is Jael with, with me. And this is the explicit version. <laughs> hey. And, with um, who? <laughs> with you, with me. <laughs> And shout out Amsterdam, shout out Netherlands, shout out the Maloko people, and let's go with with me.
Oh, one second. Rewind. There we go. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much. We'll let, we'll, let this, we'll let this play. Stick around the chat and uh, enjoy the song. Peace. Come and dream away with me. I need you to stay with me. Lay your toes down in the sand with me. Baby, drink this drink and dance with me. Got a pretty love waiting just for you. I don't want to front now. Girl, you got me like wow, wow. I'ma do you like wow, wow. Baby, I don't need to brag out. Gonna be the one you dream about. I will jump into the fire for you, baby. Put the ring on you, I make you my wife. Eh? You're the only girl I wanna spend my life with. All my precious love is waiting for you, baby. When I close my eyes, all I see is you. Constantly concentrating on all your moves. Things I do to you, you don't have no clue. I'm just hoping that you wanna be with me. Kick it with me, roll it up with me, tick tock with me, hoping that you wanna be with me. Trying to start a life with ya, forever I'ma vibe with ya. Getting angry cause you eating all my fries, but I'ma die for ya. I even catch a lie for ya, for ya, for ya. Girl, I am so into ya. Keep your hands down, I'ma fight for ya. Giving up working on this album just to spend more of my time with ya. Baby girl, I'm about to fly with ya. With ya. With ya. With ya. With me. With me. With ya. With me. With ya.